0: Today I'm talking about a problem a lot of yoga teachers and wellness entrepreneurs have and that's how to come up with a name for your business. It's a complex issue and it's a hot topic for many of my clients too. People want to know if they should give their business their name or if they should come up with a creative business name. It can be very easy and intuitive or a complex process coming up with a brand name. I'm also going to share the story about my business name and what happened when I rebranded my business from Happy Yoga Marketing to my name, Susanne Reichel. Let's dive in. A lot of yoga teachers I work with struggle with naming their business. They want something meaningful, something unique, beautiful and of course it also should be available as a domain name and social media handles. The first step is to define what kind of business do you have or are you creating. Is it a personal brand so the business evolves around you as the founder, or is it a brand that represents more people, like a yoga studio? Most yoga teachers or wellness entrepreneurs have a personal brand. You are the brand. People come to your classes or buy your services because of you. Because they like you and trust you. And this is amazing! It's a big, big advantage that you have compared to a non-personal brand because it's much easier to build that kind of trust. People are always more willing to trust a person than an anonymous business. And that's why big brands like Adidas or Lululemon, they have to spend tons of money on advertising, creating stories, paying testimonials. It's all to personalize their brands, to infuse them with stories and personality. And you already have that. That's why I have always find it a bit weird when yoga teachers, as the first step, when they are creating their business, um, they come up with a brand name like Yoga Connection or Shine Yoga. A big problem I have with this is that most of those brand names are very general. There's nothing really unique about a name like that that makes you stand out. But also, when it's just you, why do you want to hide behind a brand? If the brand is you teaching or running retreats or offering Reiki sessions or whatever it is you do, you are your brand. But if you are a yoga studio or any kind of business that represents more people, like you partner up with other yoga teachers to run retreats or offer a wellness magazine or something like that, it's a different situation. In this case, you probably don't want to use your personal name as your brand because it's bigger and you need a different name for your brand. Let's say you are a personal brand, it's about you. What I would look at first is to see if you can use your name. Now I know that for many this can be tricky if your given name is so different, it's hard for people to spell, to pronounce or to remember. Or because it's so common that the URL is already taken and you'll never get found in the online sphere, even if someone does a direct search for your name. I get that. I really do. I have a German name and this has been holding me back as well. I thought nobody would be able to pronounce it or spell it, it's too complicated, it doesn't sound nice and all kind of shit that I was telling myself. Actually. Um, this morning I talked to a yoga teacher and she said that my name is great because it sounds like a brand, but her Spanish name wouldn't work as a brand. I was like, what? I mean, I loved her name. You see what kind of stories we tell ourselves? I made her promise that she would think about using her name for her brand. The biggest issue that many people have, me included, It's a mindset issue. We are scared to use our name because secretly we don't believe in ourselves. Instead, we want to hide behind a brand that feels safer, like we can't fail. And I get that. I really do because I have been in that situation myself. My first online business I named Yvonga. That was a yoga retreat directory, a bit like book yoga retreats, and I started it, I think, in 2013. I have no idea how I came up with that name. It's a word game with yoga and I wanted something that was unique. And when you googled it, I was the only thing that would show up with that name. And yes, so obviously Book Yoga Retreats with their boring name that has really no personality at all, they are much more successful. So there's that. Being too creative so that nobody understands your name, not a good idea. Then I started a yoga travel blog and called it Happy Yoga Travels. And this time the name actually came to me when I was meditating. True story. And I couldn't believe that it was available, happyyogatravels.com. For a travel blog, it was a great name. And after a year or so, I merged Yvonga with Happy Yoga Travels. And then I started offering marketing services, but I wasn't ready to do it under my name. So I came up with the name Happy Yoga Marketing, so it was under the Happy Yoga family. I also had the URL Happy Yoga Retreats registered at one point, but I never did anything with it. To tell you the truth, I didn't use my name because I was scared. Like, who was I to call myself an expert? And it's German and difficult to spell and all that. It felt safer somehow to use Happy Yoga Marketing. But here's the thing, I'm always teaching that you shouldn't hide behind a brand. That you need to put yourself out there and be real and authentic. And if I want to preach that, I have to practice it too. So what was I doing hiding behind the Happy Yoga Marketing brand? Also, I always thought the name sounded kind of silly. Not really me. I've never been in love with a name. And realizing this, I knew it was time to stop hiding if I really wanted to grow a connected community of people online. It was time to rebrand and use my own name for my business, Susanna Riker. Better now than waiting until I was more established and it would be an even bigger pain in the butt. My objective behind that rebrand was that when you interact with my brand, I want you to see a real human with flaws and talents, someone that you can connect with. That's why I so strongly recommend that you use your name for your personal brand. I really strongly believe it's the best solution. First, it's easier to create trust. Your potential clients feel a deeper connection. And it's also what stays with you, even when you change direction in your business. I know a lot of yoga teachers who change their careers, for example, to life coaching. And if your brand has yoga in the name, that's not as easy. You probably have to do a big rebrand. And this is always a huge project. And I share more about my experience with that in a bit. Why, when you use your name as your brand, you don't have to change anything. It stays with you. But still, what should you do when your name is hard to say, spell, search or find? This can be a valid concern. You're not doing yourself any favors using your name if it's hard to spell or pronounce or if you are competing against thousands of other John Smiths. It's also going to be tougher to build authority when you don't own your name as a dot com. So here's what you can do. Are you willing to alter your name slightly? If so, there's a variety of ways you can accomplish this. You can use your first name and middle name only. You can also add a word to your name. For example, James Smith Yoga or Yoga with Cassandra. And when you have a very common name, you can add your middle initial, like Michael G. Fox. Michael J. Fox, I think. (laughs) You can also change the spelling of your name to be easier to read and spell. For example, did you know that Jennifer Aniston's real name is Jennifer Lynn Anastasakis? I hope I pronounced that correctly. She just rearranged and dropped some letters and voila, a name the whole world recognizes. There are actually a lot of celebrities who change their real names. The reason celebrities make such a great example is because their name changes are done to achieve the same results we are looking for in a personal brand. To be easy to say, spell, differentiate and remember. But if changing your name doesn't feel authentic or flat out icky, then just own what you got. There are so many entrepreneurs with difficult names who are killing it. They are building empires using their hard to spell names. For example, Ashley Skokos. She's a nutritionist and essential oil educator. Now, another question and concern that I hear quite often, and I think it's valid, is that you might get married soon, or you are married and you might get divorced, and then your name will change. Well, a lot of women keep their maiden name as a business name. But being tied or untied to your last name, if you're not keeping or didn't keep your maiden name, is a legitimate reason to think over whether or not to use that last name in your business name. Another concern that people have is privacy. I'm from Germany and since here I have to publish my name and address in my legal text on my website anyway, so much for data privacy protection here, this was never an issue for me. Also, as a yoga teacher, your students will probably know your full name anyway and you would use it on social media and stuff. But if you are hyper aware of your safety or privacy because of personal circumstances or just your own comfort level with sharing yourself online, then go with a businessy name or just use your first name. If this isn't a concern for you, use your own name. You are a person and people love following, reading and buying from real people. Okay, I think that we established that I recommend using your name for your personal brand. But let's say you want to build a brand that's bigger than yourself. For example, a yoga studio or a brand that you want to sell one day. Or you have a business partner. Here branding and coming up with your brand name can be a much bigger project. Your brand name should be meaningful and immediately establish a connection with your intended audience. It needs to be emotional. So you want to choose a name that appeals to your niche. You should come up with a list of a few names that you like and then you have to do your research. First, do a quick Google search. Do any other businesses already use any of those names? If not, is the domain available? And super important, are any of those names copyrighted or trademarked? There are databases that you can search online in most countries, so do your research. For example, you can't name your yoga studio Lululemon Yoga because they will have trademarked their brand name. It also can make sense to look if your chosen name means something different in another language. Because if it does, it can be embarrassing if you want to build a worldwide business. Wix, for example, the website builder, has a very different meaning in German, which I can't even say here. I could really never use this platform because I just can't take it seriously. It's just it's impossible. Okay, I'm going to tell you so you can have a laugh. And I think we're all grown up here. Wix is slang for masturbating. It's it's funny, right? Um, That's what it means. So there's a lot to consider. But always remember, done is better than perfect. You can change your name later. If you're not happy with your name, you can change it. I'm not gonna lie, it can be a lot of work to change your business name, but it's totally possible. And that's what I did at the end of 2018 after my first two years in the business of marketing for yoga teachers. I rebranded from Happy Yoga Marketing to my name, Susanne Riker. And it was a big success. My business revenue grew over 100% in 2019 and I'm on track to more than double it again in 2020. And my website visitor numbers doubled as well. There was a small dip immediately after I rebranded, which was to be expected, but then Google caught on. I also did all the things I could to make sure I didn't lose my SEO juice, like setting up redirects and all that. I also used this opportunity to redesign my website and it all together really helped me build my personal brand. But I'm not gonna lie, it was a lot of work. Renaming all my social media handles, my Facebook page, starting a new Instagram account because I only had one for happy yoga travels, changing email addresses and logins and and more. It took a few months to get it all done. It's not something that I would take on lightly or want to do again anytime soon. But it's been worth it in my case. I think there's a big difference in how people perceive a brand when it's a personal brand with a real name. I feel that my customers realize that I'm a real person behind my products. It feels more authentic. Maybe it's also how I feel, that I feel more confident now in my expertise. I've definitely grown into my role. And I'm very happy with the results and with where I'm going with my business. I'm also happy that I got started with Happy Yoga Marketing because sometimes you just have to start somewhere. Register your domain name, start building your website, put out your content, connect with your audience and it will all fall into place. Don't let coming up with a name stop you. Do your research and then make a decision and move on. I don't think you should spend more than one week on this process. One week, then you move on to the next step, for example, building your website or creating a freebie to get people on your email list. If you need a list what to do next, I have a roadmap for you with a step-by-step list what you need to do to build your business. You can download it at suzannereicher.com forward slash roadmap. It's free and I hope you'll find it helpful. That's susannereiker.com forward slash roadmap and I also add the link to the show notes. One final parting thought. It is critical that whatever name you choose for your brand you use it consistently across all your marketing. If you have decided to be James Smith Yoga then that should be the name of the URL of your website, your Instagram handle and on your LinkedIn. This will make it easier for your followers to recognize you everywhere and it just looks more professional. And there you have it. I hope there were a few light bulb moments in this episode to help you look at your business name differently or approach it with a different perspective. Thank you so very much for being here with me and good luck in all you do. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. Take care. $5,000 online bootcamp and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website com forward slash bootcamp that's susannerieke com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your all of the recordings, in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife BizHive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 total. monthly mark. If you are eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.